You know what that music means. It's time for another Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition. I am very happy to have my special guest, Jeremy Gonzalez from the band Landfill, on the show tonight. Landfill has a debut EP called Coward coming out on Friday, October 14th. I was very, very happy to have the chance to talk with Jeremy about everything that's going on with Landfill and the brand new EP, Coward. I really enjoyed this EP, and I'm sure you're going to as well. So after the conversation with Jeremy, I'll have all the links and ways that you can get Coward and help support Landfill as well. So let's get right into it. I'm going to play a couple of songs from Coward tonight. So let's start off right away with the song Landfill made a music video for. It's called Step Down, and then we'll go into the conversation with Jeremy. So here it is, Step Down, off the new EP Coward coming out October 14th. Enjoy. Welcome back, everyone. My special guest tonight 
is Jeremy from the band Landfill. Jeremy, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good as well. I'm just happy to finally get a chance to talk to you about your new EP, Coward, that's coming out. It's coming out October 14th. You're an unsigned band. How excited are you right now for this EP to come out to kind of expose everyone to your music? I'm very excited. It's a it's a very great feeling. Like We've been a band since last April, and we... Believe it or not, we've recorded this EP about three times. Oh, really? And okay. Yeah, like the first time we recorded it, it didn't turn out the way we wanted it to. So we were like, okay, let's let's record it again. Sure. So we recorded it again, and some stuff happened with that certain producer, and he like lost our files. It was, oh, jeez. Yeah, it, it it was a shit show. But right. It we through a bunch of member changes, we ended up recording it again with our good friend Kyle Hoffer. And nice. it turned out really good. Yeah. We 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 are really excited with how it turned out. And it, we're really glad that it took what it... Like, kind of like just... It took a long time to get out, and we're glad everything happened because we're super happy with how this EP turned out. And you've definitely right, and you've definitely learned a lot, obviously, from having to yeah, go through definitely. all those trials. Because yeah, to say that you formed in April, that's a pretty quick turnaround to get well, you know new members and everything like that. Yeah, April last year. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was 2016. My apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2015. But to have a six-track EP coming out, and I've been listening to it for a while now. It's really, really good. So I am. Thank you. Oh yeah, absolutely. I am very happy to be able to talk to you about it. Can you tell me your mindset now? You know, obviously you went in that first time. You had the issues, lost files on the second one. You had member changes. What was your mindset going into this one, knowing that you're going to hit it out of the park? Uh, the mindset was, you know, I was really stressed out because I thought that people were just bored already because we were playing shows for so long and we just we were tired of having like no music out like we've released like two of the songs on the ep ttfu and voices yep we've released previously about a year ago gotcha uh but they were like basically kind of like demos and unimpressed we released back in february of this year so we basically just had two songs out for a little bit but the quality wasn't up to par as our as the EP is. Gotcha. So I eventually we eventually just took those two songs down, kept unimpressed up. So TTFU and Voices aren't going to be out until the EP comes out. But we were just like we were super excited. We were super nervous because we were hoping that it just lived up to people's expect expectations. Oh, absolutely, and I think it will. I think this is a really good direction. And what I wanted to know then. I was going to ask you why you did step down as your music video that you just put out recently, but I'm guessing that's because if you were tired of your two previous tracks, you had Uninspired already up on Spotify and everything else, that that seemed like the natural selection for a music video, right? It seemed like the natural selection because, uh, like I said, the songs TTFU and Voices were Mm -hmm. already released previously. Right. I mean... Mostly people only in like Jacksonville heard those songs, but I feel like, my, just my personal opinion, I think "Step Down" is the best song in the EP. So oh, gotcha. I, um, okay. I, I just thought that premiering it with the best song in the EP would be a good thing to get 
people's attention through the Revolver premiere mm-hmm. and just, you know, premiere the best songs. So maybe people will agree that maybe when it comes out, I mean, maybe people will like the other songs better. Oh, But sure. this is our personal opinion. We just thought that that would be the song that people would like the most. Sure, that makes sense. Now, your mindset of also, you know, seeing people kind of possibly being bored and hoping that they're not and going through and making this, it's also a very, or at least seems to me, maybe it's just my take on it, seems to be a very aggressive EP as well. Where did that all come from? Uh, I I mean, it, it sounds funny. I just, I just have a lot of angst. I didn't <laughs> sure. necessarily have the best childhood. Gotcha. Um, it just, you know... I do have the best childhood, just stuff in our scene, you know, people, people don't really like us that much. And I, I don't, I don't know. It just kind of gets frustrating. So, you know, it's like music is an outlet. So right. it's just a very like raw, angry album. I just put everything in my mind on that record. You mentioned people not liking you. Is that like a scene thing? Is that because what I was going to ask for the CP is there's very little to know, I would say more on the no side of clean vocals because you've been labeled as a metalcore band, but you didn't go in the trend that a lot of people have gone in, which is having the back and forth clean and unclean vocals. Does that have something to do with it? Or am I completely off the mark on that one? Uh, well, um, I don't know, like, um, you, you've heard of, like, Left Behind and stuff, right? Like yeah, that, right? absolutely. That band, Left Behind, mm-hmm. Burials. Uh, they're they're labeled as metalcore. I think it kind of goes under, like, that 90s metalcore genre. Kind of like, um, let me see, uh, like, Disembodied. Sure. Um, just, like, because, uh, like, metalcore back in, like, the 90s didn't necessarily sound like the metal core these days, like Absolutely. Wage War, right. the Devil Wars Prada, and stuff like that. Most people would consider that like post-hardcore. Gotcha. But I, honestly, like the subgenres, you know, I just like I kind of get tired of it. I'm like, hey, this this is just heavy music. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's hard for I, us on the show to keep track of it, so I completely understand. Yeah, like we people are like, oh, are you a hardcore band? And I'm like. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I can call ourselves a hardcore band without being like, without kids going like, oh no, they're not hardcore. Right, right. And so yeah. it's like, I at this point, I just call ourselves a heavy band. <laughs> that makes complete sense. Yes, that absolutely does. Yeah. So how did you decide on the direction that you wanted the band to take? Because I did mention not doing any clean vocals really on this EP. You're sticking with the low growls and the heaviness. What made you want to go in that direction compared to other directions? Um, well, for, first, like, I'm not totally against having clean vocals. Like, that's something, I, I mean, that's something I've always wanted to learn how to do as a clean vocalist. Oh, okay. But I have, I have a deviated septum, so ah. my voice sounds very nasally, and I honestly can't can't sing especially like it affects my breathing and i can't obviously sing because my voice is like nasally oh so it wouldn't sound the best so it's like now with our new members we do have a member who's you know pretty good at clean vocals so that's something we might be experimenting in the future oh okay but our vision as a band when we were writing our ep was to kind of like I don't know if you noticed, but every song on the EP has a different feel to it. 
Yeah, I can agree with that like, for sure. There's some there's there's some deathcore influences. Yep. There's some metalcore influences. There's definitely some hardcore influences. Yeah, we there's just some... didn't want to. We just didn't want to write the same song over and over again. Sure, you have a lot of tempo changes as well. You can go from yeah. that fast kind of hardcore punk feel all the way down to that deathcore slow down that breakdown. And just yeah, chug yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're definitely able to weave all that stuff together. There's no doubt about that. So that all came about organically then. Yeah, it came out organically. Or um it's funny because I'm I'm actually the only original member of the band. Oh, okay. Did you also form the band as well? Yeah, I formed it. Uh I formed it with uh one of my good friends Chapman. Mm-hmm. He's now in a band called Disdain. Oh, sure. And uh, uh but and we formed it with my friend Nick, who I don't think he's doing music right now, but he's a really good friend of mine. Oh, that's and good. And I formed it with my friend Devin. Uh, uh, I don't think he's doing music anymore. Oh, wow. At this least is... right now. <laughs> that's but, a like, lot of changes already. <laughs> it, yeah. It's, and then it, it, it goes on and on, but it's like, finally, like, we, I, we have a permanent lineup that I can see, like, not having any changes anytime soon. I found the right people that, you know, have the same vision as me as where I want this band to go. Oh, very nice. How okay. I want it to go. And I'm guessing that that vision is, you know, touring around. You guys have kind of the same input into the music that you want to do as well, right? Yes. Very nice. Now, how does your writing process go now with these new members that you feel comfortable with? Are you the person writing all of the lyrics? Do you go ahead and do you help with the instrumentation at all? How do you guys normally work everything out? Uh, well, I personally, I can't, I can't play an instrument to save my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as funny as that it's is, like I, I just yeah. can't. Yeah, I can't play an instrument. I can just make noises into a microphone. Sure, <laughs> but um, my. The lyrics are mostly written by me. I, one of the songs on the EP were uh, written by our old guitar player. Okay. Right. And uh, because these songs are a mixture of, it's kind of funny, the songwriting for this EP was kind of all over the place. Like three of the songs were written by our old guitar player. Our new guitar player came in. Two of the songs on the EP were written by him. Ah, I so, see. The songs were written by different people, but right now, as far as our, our newer stuff that we're working on now, oh, very our, nice. um, our bassist uh, bought like a Mac Mini, so he kind of just has his own like studio set up in his room. And nice. honestly, our new bassist has been writing like a lot of our new stuff. Like he like he just goes to work, he comes home, and he's like he works on the computer, and then at the end of the day, he's like, "Hey, this is something I wrote." <laughs> and I'm like, That's great. I'm like, okay, so we're basically gonna have like an album by the. the the next two months. <laughs> no, that'd be so amazing. Just, yeah. He's, he's work. He's, he's working a lot on the new stuff and I can't be happier with how our newer stuff is coming out. But yeah. on the older EP, like three of the songs were just jammed in a room together. came kind of organically. And, uh, two of the songs were just like written on a computer. We sat, we sat in a room. And we were like, all right, this is the vision we have for the song. Let's make it happen. Okay. All right. Now, I'm assuming that since you said three and two that you're not talking about the intro song? Oh, yeah, yeah. The intro The intro was uh, written in a room also by an old member. Oh, okay. I did want to ask a specific question about that. I noticed the To Kill a Mockingbird quote. Was there a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was the reason behind that? Um, I, to be honest, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, my my guitarist wanted it in there. Okay. He's like, I just he's like, 
I just think I'll sound cool. I love that quote. And I was it's like, a nice quote. It really is. I was just like, I mean, I mean, it kind of sounds cool, so I, I guess I'll leave it in there. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish it was more interesting than that. <laughs> oh, no, there's, I mean, there's no problem with it. I wasn't sure if you were trying to go for, like, a small concept in the EP itself or if that was kind of leading somewhere. So there's no problem with it. I just, it was something that stuck out to me as something yeah. I should check on for sure. Yeah, like, I, I mean, honestly, personally, I thought I thought it was kind of weird, and I was like, but, I mean, it ended up sounding really good, so yep. I was like, you know, we can leave it in there. <laughs> now, you did mention already, you know, your bassist working on the new stuff. Is it going to sound, or is it sounding similar to this EP, or do you already feel yourself going in a different direction? Um, we're about, like, we're about, like, two songs into the newer stuff. We're not too sure what we're going to do like next release wise we were talking about how we might just do a single and just film another music video for it because we don't want to we don't want to release an ep and then release another ep like a few months later right right you want to be able to ride out the promotion on this ep but the direction on it it's i would say it has a more sounds like a more like hardcore and like it still has that heaviness mm-hmm. that we we have. Yeah. But it definitely it's more riffy. Like it's more like okay. you know, like more intricate riffs and it has a more of a hardcore feel to it. But I personally think it's like better than anything like that's on the EP. Oh wow. I think like okay. the newer stuff we're writing now is it's to par of what we want to sound like mm-hmm. and I think it's it's a lot better than anything we've done before. And I know it sounds cheesy to say when bands say, oh, no, this is our best work yet. But, like, this newer stuff we're working on is our best work. Well, that's and, great to hear as a fan, so. Yeah, I I appreciate it. I know you, you were saying you really like the EP. It means the world to me. I hope you know that. Believe me, I appreciate you doing it, for sure. I guess because what you just mentioned about being maybe on a little bit of the more hardcore side with some riffs and everything to it, you had just recently played that show with Stick to Your Guns, Stray from the Path, Expire, and Knock Loose. Are you saying that this might be more along the lines of a Stick to Your Guns or a Knock Loose? Um, honestly, like to to compare it, it kind of sounds like a mixture of the new Knock Loose record mm-hmm. and Culture Killers, uh, oh. Culture Killers record that oh, just nice. recently came out. Okay, um, Heroes of Mankind. Culture Killer, we're good friends with those dudes. They they have a huge influence on our bassist writing because that's our bassist favorite oh, band. Oh, right, right, right. Culture Killer, like, okay. They're they're an outstanding band. They uh, it's amazing that they got picked up by Metal Blade Records so quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, hearing about that, but I haven't heard the new stuff yet. Yeah, but Knock Loose has believe it or not, Knock Loose has been like a huge influence on our band. Like, our first show was with Knock Loose. Oh, okay. We, uh, we played with Knock Loose about, like, four times. Oh, very now. nice. Yeah, we yeah. just... We just did a review for Laugh Tracks on the last episode, and... Myself and and one of my co-hosts, we love that album. Like I was, I was literally in my cubicle doing my regular job and listening to that entire album when it came out, like last Friday. All I wanted to do was knock all my cubicle walls down. Oh yeah, like <laughs> I like literally like I was at uh, I was at the show. They played right after us. Yeah, and I was like, I wish I wasn't so tired from just playing a set because <laughs> I just want to hit people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's they, just one of those things. 
it was so packed that I just like I had to stand in like the back. <laughs> I was just in the very back, like by our merch table, and I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to get in there. It was too crazy." <laughs> well, before we talk about a little bit more of that, tell me about the experience at that show itself. Oh, it it was it was amazing. Like, um, a, like honestly, like I go to shows a lot in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and like half of the people, like about seventy five percent of the people at that show. I've never seen at a show before in my life. Oh, wow. Okay. I was like, oh, I had no idea you kids loved the Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I knew, like, there was a good amount of people that came from Georgia, South Carolina, and, like, Tallahassee, Alabama, even. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but there was a lot of people that, like, we've never played for before. And that was, it was definitely a great feeling because I did have a lot of people come up to me and just say, that, like, you guys are a local band? Right. Like, that was really good. And I was like, yeah, we're just a local here. And then they were like, oh, we're going to have to come out to more shows. And that's just a great feeling, you know, because, like, that might be some people that will come into the local scene. Yes, exactly. Instead of them just going to the bigger shows. Right. Yeah, I guess. You know. And that's a question, too. Now, you know, I know some background knowledge of the larger bands that have come out of Florida. So, Frameworks and Under Oath and Poison the Well and A Day to Remember, you know, so forth and so on. Now, what is your scene like in Jackson itself, though? Because you just mentioned you go to a lot of shows. What's the scene like there? What's the scene like? This, the scene is the scene is really good. The scene is really good. Um, is it all up and coming of, locals? Yeah, a lot of up and coming locals like a uh, Yashira, um, Minefield, Gut Wrench, uh, I Am the Witness. Just like gentlemen, okay. there's just there's a wide range of local bands, Very especially nice. like a band like Detached. They're kind of they're kind of oh, like sure. Citizen. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like Citizen, like a like youth Citizen, like that that uh, album area. Okay, they're really good. There's there's just a wide variety of local bands in Jacksonville, and that's what I really like. We have a very wide range of music here. And now, yeah, like we have hardcore, metalcore. Are you able then to do as many shows as you want to do while you're there? Like, what's your normal schedule? Oh, uh, what do you mean? Like, uh, how how often? Yeah, how, how often I'll, do you normally play? Uh, do we play here? We try. Ideally, we try to keep it at least once a month. Oh, okay. Because okay. we don't want we don't want to like overplay ourselves here because we sure. don't want to like play so much to the point where kids are going to get bored. Okay, gotcha. Because so we mostly like these past like are the we played a show in March and that was with like Moths to Flames. Oh, okay. And like we we sound nothing like like Moths to Flames. Right. We're the type of band that's kind of just like we we'll play with any band. We like we don't care like what genre they are, what they sound like. We'll play with them. Oh, that's great. Like because I feel like if you're a different genre, if you're like let's just say if you're a hardcore band. Mm-hmm. You, I. This is my personal opinion. I think you should be open to playing a metalcore show because you could be potentially introducing different kids to hardcore, right? By doing that way, and you're only helping the scene even more if you like play mixed genre shows. Absolutely, yes, I completely so, like, agree with that. We played uh, with like Monster Blades back in March, and then right after that, we took the time to finish the writing process for our record because we had two songs in our live set that just got scratched. Oh, like, okay. We, we played live and we were like, 
we don't want any, we don't want these songs on the EP. So uh, we cut okay. them, and then we wrote two new songs. We uh, those two songs were "Coward" and "Step Down." Those uh. two songs uh, we wrote after that show, and then we came back in August. So we didn't play shows from March to August. Oh wow! Okay. And we uh, our first show back was just Kublai Khan and Jesus Beast. Oh okay. And yeah. Malevolence and. That was a really fun show, and right now all we've been doing is just kind of just playing shows all over Florida. Mm-hmm. So, like our next show in Jacksonville, it's been about it's been about like three and a half, four weeks. We're playing with the last ten seconds of life and traders. Okay. Here, so we kind of just try to keep it like about once a month. But I go to shows all the time. All right, gotcha. Any chance I get. What are your favorite genres? Like, what inspired you to want to do music in the first place? Because you mentioned you don't play any instruments, but you wanted to go into vocals, obviously. What kind of inspired you to do that? Um, I remember um, my older brother, uh, he's my best friend. He uh, he passed away two years ago. Oh, I see. And when I, whenever I was about, um, I was like seven years old, mm-hmm. I remember he was always listening to Avenged Sevenfold. Ah, okay. Always listening to Versailles, always listening to the first Escape to Fate record, Dying in ah, the Latest Fashion. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and he, like My Chemical Romance, he was listening to like, all those bands, and he was playing Guitar Hero. So I was like, me being younger, I wanted to be like my older brother, and I was like, <laughs> you have to teach me how to play Guitar guitar Hero. Yeah. And, you know, we just bond, we just started to bond over music. Oh, and, nice. um, I just started listening to the same bands he was listening to just because I wanted to be like him. I looked, looked up to him. So it sounds kind of cliche. It sounds kind of cliche to say, but it's just like, if it wasn't for my older brother, I probably wouldn't be on the phone with you right now. Oh, sure. And it I mean, just, you have to get there somehow, right? Yeah. And he, um, I remember like, I just, I always tried to play an instrument mm-hmm. and I, I have, um, I have Asperger's, which is a form of autism. And I also have ADD. I also have ADHD. So I, I can't really concentrate that well. Gotcha. So it's like, I don't think like me playing drums, I, I don't multitask well. Ah, uh, okay. So it's like, so it's like that probably is why I probably can't play guitar gotcha. or bass yes. or drums. So it's like, but I remember like uh, before my older brother passed away, he, uh, I was always talking to him about, hey, I've been working on my vocals. I really want to start a band. And basically, he told me, like, it's probably like a week before he passed away. He was like, well, quit talking about it. Get off your ass and do it. Ah, there you go. So after he passed away, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get off my ass and start a band. And that's what uh, Landfill became. Well, that's, I mean, that's an amazing tribute to your brother. Yeah, for sure. It's like, it's like I'm doing this because I want to do this. Oh, like, yeah. Music yeah. is my life, and right. all, but it's also for him. Right, exactly. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't want to do something that you weren't in love with. You could find a way to honor someone's memory a different way than this. This is something that you love that you grew up with because of your brother, and then now you get to honor him in that way as well. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great to hear. I did want to bring up something, too, that I thought was very interesting. So I saw a quote, and I don't often get to see this, I saw a quote about you guys, about Landfill, from Ryan Tuck O'Leary. For people that don't know, he is the bassist and clean vocalist for Fit for a King. He wrote a quote for you saying, 
They bring a punishing sound that combines your favorite aspects of today's metal scene. Expect big things from them in the future. How did this come about? Like, I don't disagree with what he's saying, but how did how did this actually happen where Ryan got to see you guys play or got to hear your music and is so behind you to be able to say something like that? Well, um, I, I've been following Fit for a King for a while. Oh, absolutely. And Fit for, uh, Ryan's not an original member. He recently joined the band. Yeah. I think it was 2013 or 14. Yeah, somewhere around and there. And I remember it was like when they first released the first single with him on it. At, the first song they released with him on it was the first single off Slave to Nothing called A Greater Sense of Self. Right. And I realized... I was friends with him on Facebook already, but I just never really talked to him. I just messaged him. I was like, hey, you're really fucking good at vocals. <laughs> and I sure. just said, I was like, you sound amazing on the new stuff. And, you know, we kind of just, we just kind of just kept in touch. I mean, like, I, it's kind of like I started talking to him before he got really famous. Mm-hmm. So uh, we kind of just kept in touch. You know, he, at any time Pittsburgh King's in town, he always hits me up. He's like, Hey, come out to the show, you're on the guest list and stuff like that. So he nice. all he every time he's in Jacksonville he hits me up and, you know, we always catch up and I remember I was I was talking to him about landfill and he just he I always keep him posted about what he's doing. I always it's kinda like I always go to him for advice. With, oh, sure. You know, what we should do with this or what direction we should go in and it's kind of like he's our manager, but without basically Actually, being a manager. Right. You know, it's just, just kind of like we just hit him up whenever we need anything. And well, he's yeah. always there if we need any questions. And I just, I sent him the EP and he, Jerry Graham is actually, he did the campaign for Slave to Nothing in their first record. Oh, sure. Yep. So he actually uh, basically told Jerry about us and helped us get in contact with Jerry. Oh, very nice. Yeah, and that's how I heard about you was through Jerry as well, because Jerry's very yeah. good at what he does, for sure. Yeah, so this all kind of like me being on the phone call with you also just traces back to Tuck. Okay, he, all right, so it all is connected. He's helped us out a lot, and I, I'm very thankful for him, and he knows that. Oh, that's great. But now, what do you think? Have you had a chance to hear Death Grip yet? I just released my conversation with Ryan Kirby, it's going to be awesome. Have you had a chance to listen to it yet? Yeah, I've heard it, like, for a few of the songs. Mm-hmm. From what, they're really good. Like, they're, I remember them saying it was going to be, like, is it going to be musically, like, slave to nothing instrumentally, and then it was going to be, like, production-wise, like, uh, creation destruction. Ah, uh, sure. And I th- I think it's sounding amazing. Uh, I think Nick Sampson did their record, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Product- yeah. His production engineering is sounding amazing, um, but their songwriting is just really good. Tuck's clean vocals are outstanding. Yep. Ryan Kirby's vocals are just, they're scary. Yes. His vocals are really good. <laughs> True, uh, and, he's, and he's throwing in some of those cleaner vocals in there, too. Yeah, his his clean vocals are really good. Believe it or not, my favorite song off uh, the album so far is that Cold Room song. Ah, there you that go. more sure. poppy song. Yeah, I actually, for record. me, it's uh, and it's weird. I I've talked to many people. Everyone has their own favorite. You know, if you want the really heavy, people are going to pissed off. If you want the you know more cleans in there, they're going to Cold Room. Or for me, Shadows and Echoes for me is yeah, the big yeah. one. And then of course the one that just came out, the one with Jake from August Burns Red, Dead yeah. Memory. Yeah, everyone's loving that too. 
that song is that song is so good. Fit for a King, uh, they're gonna be one of the biggest bands pretty soon. I mean, they're already up there, up like they're already on their way up there, but they're only gonna get bigger. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it like, really. Whenever is. they get even bigger, I did the music mentorship thing that Ryan did as well, and that was interesting hearing the behind the scenes. I mean, that's why I do the show in general is to hear bands that I love talk about the inside parts of how they got into music and what they go through on a regular basis without just making you know, clips. That's not the point. My point is not to ask about a new album or to ask about Coward and then have you say, oh yeah, it's this and this and this, and you're really going to like it, and then it cuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not the goal. So it's great to hear your passion about the music as well, not only for yourself, but then the scene around you and as well as a band like Fit for a King. Because yeah, I would think, I completely agree with you. They are going to be even bigger than they are right now, which is hard to believe. They're not even headlining right now. Yeah, that's that's the crazy thing. They they aren't headlining. Like I've only seen them headline once. Okay, and it was a it was a co-headliner of Being in an Ocean. Oh, and okay. I think Capsize and Gideon played. That's a great and lineup. In Jacksonville, they pulled like they pulled like three hundred kids. It was crazy. I was like. Then this keep in mind this is like a year this is before Slave to Nothing came out. Oh wow, okay. All right, that's like this, right. it was like either it was before Slave to Nothing came out or it was just right after it came out. Oh, but okay. it was a good amount of time. It was probably like not this past October. It was it was honestly like maybe two thousand fourteen. Yeah, that, because Slave to Nothing came out in two thousand fourteen, so it was probably yeah, just like early two thousand fourteen then. Yeah, 2014, and like that's I think if I'm not no 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 the last time they came through was with the tour with Four Today. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, and that that was packed. I, that that show was packed, but like it's crazy that 2014 they headlined here, pulled over 300 kids, and they're even bigger than ever. So I can't wait to see them do a headlining run. I mean, because I can only imagine they'll probably do an album release tour. Yeah, you would United think so, because I, I just, like I said, I just talked to Ryan, and he said they're doing, you know, they're on that tour right now with Beartooth, where they're, yeah. you know, second opener or something to that, which is crazy, and then after that, they're going to decide on what they're going to do. After I was guessing that they were the special guest on the For Today Farewell show, but he wouldn't let that out, like, I'm not sure if that's a thing or not, but... I would assume, yeah, yes. I, I would assume I they think, do an album release. I think the openings on that tour, the openers are um, Gideon mm-hmm. and Wage War. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Hey, isn't there like a second? There's like a second, uh, like the, there's like two different legs. Yeah, and I think on the, the second leg, they haven't announced one of the bands yet. Uh, so I was I'm, thinking. I'm pretty sure it's Fit for a King. That's what I, I was I, think, <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. I tried to I, trick him into saying it. It didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> Tuck hasn't told me anything, but uh, I I honestly can't rule it out. They've been on so many four today tours, exactly. and it's four today's last tour, and they're good friends. Right. So yeah. it kind of only makes sense. The music mentorship program, uh, Dave does that, the drummer for four today. So they were like old buddies talking back and forth while they were doing all the vocal trainings and all that kind of stuff. And actually, sorry to go off on a tangent there, I did want to ask you, so when you decided to go into vocals, did you do any training for it? Is there anything you do to keep your voice going? Because you're really going low on those growls. Yeah, 
I I honestly didn't really have any training. It okay. was kind of just like I I kind of looked up like tips on um you know just like breathing exercise exercises like breathing with your diaphragm. Right. Uh, I've learned that don't drink soda before a show. Like and like drinking tea always rests your voice. It oh, okay. always like soothes your uh, throat. Sure. And drinking tea always helps. And I I haven't gotten around to it, but. A lot of vocalists have told me to watch the Zen of Screaming. Yes, I have uh, that as well. The, yep. The video of, of Melissa Cross. Yep. And I do want to get around to that. I just haven't had the time because I feel like that would probably help me out a lot. I'm sure there could be either to enhance or, you know, change that direction of your voice too. I've done them as well. I used to be in failed bands. So I've done that. I'm fine with the podcasting and the show running now. But yeah, that's a possibility because I've heard other people that I've had on the show say that that is one of the things that they do too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, for sure. Jeremy, thank you very much. I think I got a lot of the stuff out there that I wanted to make sure got across to everyone. Is there anything you want to let people know about Coward? It's coming out October 14th. Is there anything else you want to let them know just to kind of get everyone amped up for it? Well, I just want to let everyone know whoever you know stuck with us from... April of 2015, you know, this record's for you, honestly. Like, thank you for anyone who's ever supported us. And, um, you know, we got a long road ahead of us. I really hope that this record release does something for us. And, like, I'm just really excited for the future. And I'm really excited with how the product came out. And, you know, last of all, it's going to be October 14th through every online retailer, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Apple Music, whatever you can think of, it's going to be there. Very nice. There's going to be. I just, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I just. I hope everyone, you know, at least check it out. You don't even have to buy it, as long as you just listen to it illegally, download it. I, mean, <laughs> I don't care, as long as you listen to it. Now, I hope the audience is better about that. I think we've beaten it into their heads long enough to know that first week sales, second week sales are so important. Going to shows and picking up merchandise and everything—that's something that. We definitely do on the show all the time is make sure people do that. So I'm hoping they will continue that trend and really enjoy this EP because it is very, very good. And I've really enjoyed listening to it multiple times, not only just because I get to talk to you, but also because I, like I said, I really enjoy it. So Jeremy, oh, absolutely. Jeremy, thank you very, very much for being on the show. I will have links in the description so that people can go ahead and get coward when it comes out on October 14th. So once again, thank you very much. Thank you, man. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your night, and thank you for having me on. Absolutely. You as well. Thank you again. You're welcome. It was nice talking to you. You too. All right, guys, I'm back. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jeremy. I definitely did. I feel like every time I do this, I really learn something new, and I really enjoyed speaking with Jeremy about everything Landfill has going It made me very excited to hear that they're already working on new music. I can't wait to hear it, and I know that this band is going places. I know that they're going to have a lot of announcements coming soon. So make sure to stay in touch with them and support them. You can follow them on Facebook, facebook.com slash landfillfl. So landfill and then Florida, FL. You can also go ahead and pre-order the EP, Landfill Band dot bigcartel.com and then on twitter and instagram it's at landfill band i'd like to thank jeremy once again it was really great getting a chance to talk with him 
I'd also like to thank Jerry Graham from Jerry Graham Publicity for helping set all this up as well. Once again, thank you very much, Jerry. Make sure to support Landfill, and also don't forget to support Ian Hates Music. You can do that by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Ian Hates Podcast. You can also interact with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then you can download and stream every single episode of Ian Hates Music and Ian Hates Movies, www.ianhates.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and all your favorite podcast listening apps for more great conversations like the one I have with Jeremy. And once again, the debut EP, Coward, comes out Friday, October 14th. Make sure to support Landfill. Find all the ways that you can go ahead and get this EP. It'll be worth your time. And once again, to show you how good this EP is, I'm going to leave you with the title track, Coward, and I'll leave you, like I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Oh, no!